0: You on that as someone who actually knows about these artists, instead of most of us who just read the article and are like, "Oh yeah, evidently there's some artist who already thought of all the things that all the pop stars are doing." Um, anyway, we're also maybe going to get uh, to talking about uh, Hamilton the musical, which I've been listening to the soundtrack of uh, recently. I should cue some of that up, actually. Um, And I don't know, uh, that's coming to the Bay Area, um, and people are getting excited. We're getting Hamilton fever here in the Bay, Uh, so I may touch on that. Uh, I didn't force Lily to actually listen to it, because she hates song and dance numbers. But, um, you know, I told her her she had to read some articles. Um, Until then, let's just keep... the general jamming going i have some punk rock lined up but um let's let's uh let's ease in uh this is a hi-fi goon by throw me the statue you're listening to the beat on bff.fm thank you for tuning in
1: I'm never in time, I'm never in
2: the right line
1: And I never go to the places that I should
3: Don't we? Don't wear why. Don't we. Wear-
0: It's the zeros. Sometimes good guys don't wear white on your BFF.fm station. Uh, my name is Nick Powell. This is The Beat. Uh, we'll be with you for about another hour of music, and then my co host Lily will be joining me for Art Beat, our weekly art discussion show. Uh, before that, nervous eaters you smell like fish uh the smugglers off of their record mutiny in stereo which i have a copy of sitting in my house uh that i bought a few years or a few months ago and i still need to kind of get through and explore um so uh given that my lack of experience with that record uh that was the opening track uh pirate ships um, before that, My Friend Ringo uh, by the Young Fresh Fellows. Um, always a uh, band with a another gem hiding around the next corner. Um, prolific and somewhat mysterious. I don't know if I just don't get what the Young Fresh Fellows are all about or if they are indeed mysterious. They just don't seem... I don't know. They seem like... I don't know to the level to which they were kidding. I don't know how they were received or thought of at the time. Um, Young Fresh Fellows is obviously sort of like an ironic boy bandy name or rock bandy name. like a. Um, but then their music is just sort of straight ahead good sometimes. It just sounds like a poppy version of replacements or something um so anyway one day i'll maybe i'll i'll understand but until then i just consider them a good band uh before that power bottom uh a local act um put out that single i think last year i wonder if they have a full length around the corner um i should check in because i you know to be honest when i first listened to that song i thought i'd only play it once um but i keep coming back to it um there's something good about that uh, that band, um, so maybe uh, maybe I should be uh, way, be be uh, more vigilant about um, keeping on top of anything new uh, coming out from them. Uh, the song is called "Ugly Cherries." Uh, before that, so Cow, Barry Richardson off of their most recent record, "The Long Con," and "Throw Me the Statue" started off with. Hi-Fi Goon. Uh, You're listening to The Beat on BFF. Um, And that is just... That's the business. Uh, Oh, coming up next, um, Parquet Courts, a band that I really like. They seem a little hip or something. Um, In other words, not a band that I'm particularly like... uh, Like wanting to share with people we're wanting to tell people oh you got to check out this band I think they're doing fine on their own but uh man um, they've got some really great stuff they've been putting out a bunch of records and um, they're playing uh, in the next couple of weeks as part of the noise pop thing and I think I'm gonna go because um, I just I just think they got a lot of good stuff and, and I'm kind of interested in them as They've got this sort of really spot on New York 1970s 80s velvet underground kind of thing going on. Uh like they sound like the Jim Carroll band. Um and it's just interesting cuz what kind of people would make music that was that good but that like so of that certain retro time um in a very specific time, and not one that a lot of bands sound like. Um, anyway, uh, this one's called Borrowed Time. It's off of what I would say is their best record after much consideration uh, Light Up Gold. Uh, you're listening to the beat on BFF.FM, and thank you for tuning in, and thank you for sticking around. Two, three. song off of their most recent record Uh, the song's called When the Bone Moon Dies Uh, before that what was going on before that where am I here here we go gotcha Alright by Radioactivity that was a good song Um, Radioactivity is a band I think that is the same people as the Marked Men uh, which is a band that I really like. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, I got cu- both of their records uh, a couple of months ago, and um, they have a song called World of Pleasure, which is, like, the most infectious song I've ever heard in my life. I'm surprised that I'm not hearing it when I, like, every time I walk into any store or... Uh, any place where music can be performed or uh, amplified. Um, Anyway, so that's another uh, song off that record called All Right. Um, Before that, Scared of Chaka off of their classic record, Tired of You. The song is called Straight to the Office. Uh, Pink Razors did a disapproval rating. band called The Trouble that just popped into my head... I don't know why. Uh, to earlier today, um, uh, that's a record from 1998 called "Nobody Laughs Anymore." I think the Trouble may have had something to do with the Explosion, who were a more famous band uh, around that. Like, so I think it was the Trouble, and then the Trouble broke up, and then some of them were in the Explosion, uh, which had a song. Um, Called uh, what was that song? Here I am, here I am, here I am, on top of the mountain again, which was like a um, punk rock anthem in the uh, early 2000s, um, and was featured in something really lame. Like, oh, I think it was in the Tony Hawk game um, at the time. So, if that, if if you don't know how to measure success in punk rock uh it's whether or not you were in the tony hawk game uh anyway that was the trouble uh the song is called teenage terror before that bad religion i'm sure they've been in several tony hawk games uh the song is called better off dead off of their stranger than fiction album that's one of those bands where like like jawbreaker where the like record that i like best by far is their like big major label hit record um anyway uh before that uh steve adamic band uh the song's called another victim uh needles pins did what's his face and parquet courts with borrowed time gosh that was a long one um i'm glad we all got through it together uh it's 4:50. we're about halfway through the show here on bff.fm Uh, Lily, my co-host for Artbeat, will be joining me in, um, another, uh, 20-30 minutes. Um, but until then, we're just gonna keep rolling through. Um, so I have a baby, uh, she's six months old, and, uh, I'm learning a lot about having a child. One of the things I've learned is children like Fountains of Wayne as much as I do, uh, so if you want them to stop crying, you can just sing fountains of Wind in their face, which is frankly my pleasure. Uh, this song is called Hackensack off of their Welcome Interstate Manager's record. Um, and you're listening to The Beat on BFF.FM. Thank you for tuning in.
4: read one, Fridays at 8:15. Now I see your face in the strangest places, movies and magazines. I saw you talking to Christopher Walken on my TV screen, but I will. in and sack, I'll be here for you I used to work in a record store, now I work for my dad Scraping the paint off the hardwood floors, the hours are pretty bad Sometimes I wonder where you are. Probably in LA. That seems to be where everybody.
3: school.
0: the cleaners from venus i uh i've been meaning to buy every record by the cleaners from venus and i don't know why i haven't gotten around to that yet but uh i'll get on that this song is called little french blue before that guster amsterdam i just want one guster record and it's that one uh, it's called keep it together um, I, I was by the way there in that song there's like the third or fourth line is I uh, I don't care m- about your you know he's talking about cleaning out the you know the the cleaning out going through his ex lover or ex roommate or whatevers old stuff and says I don't care that much about your uh, bass guitar and shag CD and I, I, I was as I was listening to it, I was like, did he say Shaq CD? Uh, and I was like, that'd be pretty funny, but I don't feel like that. I feel like Shaq being Shaquille O'Neal, who put out a hip-hop record in the mid-90s. I was like, I don't know which record came out earlier, Shaq's or Guster's uh, Keep It Together. Um, but regardless, I looked it up, and it's the Shags... Who uh, I don't know that much about But are like a Young female fronted um, Like 60's band That was like so bad That they like were part of Inventing punk rock or garage rock Because uh, They just like Sucked So So people were like Oh this is like a whole new style of music Where we're just like really bad and then uh, they ran with it. Um, So anyway, dropping the Shags reference in the Guster song. uh, Learn something new every day. Uh, Before that, Saturday looks good to me, even if you die on the ocean. Drama Rama did their cover of I Wish I Was Your Mother. I was gonna say Ian Hunter cover, but I think that's a Mott the Hoople cover as opposed to an Ian Hunter solo cover. Uh, before that, Dog Party, former guest of the program off of their record Lost Control. The song is called I Can't Wait. Uh, and Fountains of Wayne started off with Hackensack from their third and not as good as their first two albums album. Welcome Interstate Managers. Um, what's, oh, so the Shags. Let's listen to the Shags. Uh gotta happen once a year just so we you know keep uh, keep on top of everything. This song is called Philosophy of the World. Uh, you're listening to the beat on BFF.FM
5: you can never be anybody in this world
6: a few feeling- something sweet that the silver juice said. And I think about and I turn blue, dragging my dirty shoes. Cindy skips my trampoline, and then I lose. And that's what I think about to be no fun Rhode Island in the sun What is left in New Jersey but my family and my job Just me and my dog
0: another episode of art hey lily
7: hey nick
0: good to see ya
7: good to see you too
0: sorry it's like, it's like our social time it is um i'm like that's
7: kind of why we're doing this yeah right? man
0: it's great <laughs> um i uh was in your neck of the woods today i was in oakland looking at houses
7: oh yeah that's right i heard
0: that was a very exciting it turns out um A lot of people like houses in Oakland.
7: Yeah, I heard it's popular. Super Um, popular.
0: Yeah. Um, All right. Well, a lot of
7: yuppie scum around. Yeah, a lot
0: of tech um, tech 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 scum, techie scum uh, taking over. So I'm hoping to get jump on that bandwagon. Um, So, (laughs) okay, so we have a couple of topics that we wanted to talk about today. One was I noticed this. The the, a flurry of articles about this woman named Orlan who is suing Lady Gaga. I guess she's been suing Lady Gaga for a while, (laughs) Um, but um, basically for ripping her off. And this is sort of like a repeated. um, This is like a a, something that keeps happening in. It's like especially in the music video world, um, where all of these sort of what I would think of as like serious visual artists in terms of like. They're not, like, popular... They're, like, people who are known in the art world. Yeah. And then And then they're all... And then they're basically all getting ripped off by music video directors. And then they're going, wait a second. Right. And then there's this sort of conflict. So we talked about this, obviously, with Drake...
7: Drake um, and James Terrell. James
0: Terrell. But
7: James Terrell didn't really seem to care. Well,
0: right. I mean, he sort of seemed maybe to care, but like it's a, there's some question of how you play it. Right. You know? I
7: think that the the thing that made a difference in that situation, I guess we'll go deeper soon, but just like um, Drake s- admitted that he was borrowing from James Terrell, right? Sort
0: of, he, yeah.
7: He, like, he post like he he acknowledged it
0: sort of yeah i mean he said like oh, and lady big gaga
7: big... is just like who's Orlan?
0: Yeah, is that right i mean so i mean i read yeah i mean i definitely don't think she's publicly acknowledged any of it um so, well wh- she
7: can't well, then she would lose right i
0: guess yeah Who i knows? mean it depends what she's being sued for i mean uh the you know the the biggest issue that seems to be this stuff about sort of putting bulges underneath your skin. Right. Um, which is, so you, I, I, when I saw this, I asked you sort of, do you know who this Orlan, Orlan character? And you are familiar, you were like, are, uh, like regardless, irregardless even of Lady Gaga. <laughs> irregardless.
7: You're, you
0: are you are familiar with this Orlan. So tell me what you know about her.
7: Um, She's like an, Uh, an eminent uh, body artist and a feminist artist. And she's really well known um, for specifically for these performances where she had um, plastic surgery done. And the most prominent form of plastic surgery are these little subdermal bulges that she had implanted that are like little there, there were horns, might be, if you ha- were to have horns. They're on either side of her forehead, and they're glittery. Right. Um. And I've seen her in person. Oh, really? Um, and I, res- I think what she's doing is interesting because it's like, I don't know, the job of... I think the job of a contemporary artist is, like, if you think of something that's never been done before, you have to do it. Mm-hmm. and. And also, if the technology is there to create something that's never been created before, you've got to see that through. So, you know, she's an artist who is like, oh, wow, plastic surgery is a thing now we can, instead of just like painting a picture of a body the way we want it to be, we can create a body the way that we want it to be. Um, And then more importantly, there's a grotesque element in her work where she's trying to subvert ideas of beauty Mm -hmm. and like be like hey i'm i'm gonna not be beautiful i'm gonna be grotesque and it it i mean i feel really bad but i'm kind of squeamish so i haven't seen her i haven't watched her any footage of it Mm -hmm. and because she actually
0: does these like The actual plastic surgery as performed.
7: Yeah. And stays awake during the surgery, which is, like, kind of badass. Um, (laughs) And then, yeah, I used to see her around L.A. and just, like, not even be able to look at her. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's kind of intense. Freaky deaky. It's freaky, and it's embarrassing to admit this. Well, no, it's fine. Well, it's prude.
0: It is prude.
7: (laughs) It's very prude of me.
0: Um... So interesting. So I watched the music video today, which was for "Born This Way," which Uh like you know obviously shows that this has been going on for a long time um, uh, because that song came out you know in 2011 or something, right? Um, And and doesn't
7: the music for "Born This Way"? um, Were you getting to that?
0: No, no, no. no. I mean, yes, definitely a, a point that came up, and I, I think, yeah, is is I adds a layer of irony and of sort of like whatever, um, adds a layer to it, which is that, yeah, Born This Way is a song that was accused of sounding a lot like Express Yourself by Madonna, uh, and it does.
7: And was there Um, a lawsuit about that, or was Madonna just, like, kind of pissed? I don't know
0: that there was, but I would have to check. Um,
7: It's kind of, again, it's parallel to the Drake... Um, James Terrell thing because in that video for Hotline Bling that song Hotline Bling,
0: right, there was, was like, like ripping some, off that yeah, dance yeah. hall artist. Right, right, right. So this is one one thing that's interesting about that that point, and actually makes me. So I'm trying to think about why these people are appropriating these artists and not um, admitting it or yeah, not acknowledging right. it, and that the the Madonna thing actually brings up an interesting point, right? So it's like Sam Smith, who is like a contemporary, like I don't know if you know him. No, he, I don't he's know just him. Like, he had a, a few number one hits last year, and he was like had like a big breakout pop record. He's like okay. the, he's like the new Elton John, um, and uh, so you know, look out for him. Um, but uh, anyway, he one of his songs um, had the sort of the same melody as a Tom Petty song, uh, okay, and. Like, so they, like, they, like, worked it out. Like, yeah. they, like, like Tom Petty's lawyers got right. on the phone with Sam Smith's lawyers. And they, like, get, figured out how to give him a cut. Right. And then they all went home. And right. if anything, I would think that that would be how it would be dealt with in, like, the Madonna situation. Like right? yeah. Madonna's not going to go to court, like, represent right. herself pro se. Right. And just, like, sue, like, Lady Gaga. She's yeah. just going to have her lawyers call Lady Gaga's lawyers and they're going to work it out. Right. And so, so the reason I bring this up is because... I think that part of uh, why there's this sort of um so like the James Terrell thing like Drake did acknowledge like even prior to the video coming out yeah. like oh I'm he took pictures of himself at the exhibit right. and he said that he was a big influence on the tour and stuff right. but the director of the video never acknowledged that oh. it was like a James terrell inspired oh, really? thing
7: okay, and I the reason that. the
0: reason I'm bringing this up is because I feel like so the People are operating on this big money level. Yeah, like you don't want to give an inch to an artist right. that's not like a big time part of the industry of right. like the pop music industry, you know, major industry. Because artists are what is the word provocateurs or like you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. they, like they may they like an artist that gets in that situation is presented with a choice. They can either. Be like, yeah, I'd love to collaborate with you, Lady Gaga. Or they could be like, go and put out a press release that says Lady Gaga like represents everything that is yeah. ag- uh, my art is against, and yeah. I, you know, like she is all about commercialism, and you know, she is she is like all about you know sexualizing herself and, right. and creating disposable pop. And I'm Orlan, and I believe in truth and integrity, and that's the last thing that uh, Lady Gaga wants. Sort of right. to get in get caught up where she's on the 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 sort of conservative side of a debate with an artist, you know. Right. What I mean? And so there's this little bit of like.
7: But then she end, she ended up there anyway. Yeah,
0: I guess she did. But I think that, well, in Lady Gaga's, uh, you know, you sent me that. Uh, she has, that like, Tumblr. plausible
7: deniability. Well, and
0: you sent me that Tumblr of, like, everyone she's ripped off. I mean, this yeah. is, like, her getting caught one time out of getting away with the same thing. Eight yeah, there's times. a
7: whole Tumblr called ladygagaafter.tumblr.com where it's just, like, an entire blog showing all the, like, looks that she's ripped off. And some of them are, like, a little bit... Like, well, that's... Okay, sure, she's ripping off Christine Aguilera by wearing, like, a black net dress. That's not that crazy. But, like, the meat dress and...
0: Yeah, right. So the meat dress, she was sort of, like... There was a clear precedent for... Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
7: Yeah, I mean... But then again... A meat dress could be just something you would just think Sometimes of. Sometimes a
8: meat dress is
7: just, just a, meat, a meat, just meat a, meat <laughs> a meat dress. Like I could see like thinking of that when I was like an art student in high school. Like it's not that yeah. crazy. Well,
0: so here, yeah. So funny that you bring up high school because the next thing I was gonna say was, so it's funny because like to, in some ways, like what that's what these pop artists are here for yeah. are to sort of like present actual artistic ways in, like, a consumable form, you know? Right. Not saying that, like, those... That, therefore, they should be allowed to do their job. I don't really care whether or not they do their job. (laughs) But, I mean, it's sort of, like, not surprising that, like... Lady Gaga is appropriating a bunch of, like, serious artists. Because that's sort of, like, her position in the world of art.
7: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. Like, her position... She she tried to position herself as an artist and not, like, just another pop star. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but, but I think to really do that, you have to have a point of view that is original. Mm-hmm. I don't buy it. Like, it, I so, remember when Lady Gaga first came on the scene, I was really excited about her. Because okay. I was like, yeah. oh, like, it's like a popular kid. Like, an artist became a popular kid. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, at the cool kids' table with, like, Britney Spears and, like, Christina Aguilera, but she's, like, an art kid. Yeah. But then, I don't know, she just became... I don't know, she never did anything that exciting. Right. Like, I still would rather listen to a Britney Spears song.
0: <laughs> um. One, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well, so... Yeah, I mean, it's
7: not like she can't. She then started being like John Cage. Well, no,
0: so one interesting, very (laughs) timely person to bring up is David Bowie. Right. You know, and I was thinking about David Bowie, and I was actually doing some research on David Bowie today, in like thinking about this and being like, I wonder who David Bowie was accused of ripping off. And I yeah. wasn't really able to find anything, but I, but I'm sure, and David Bowie was known as like sort of a great collaborator. Right. And that of course is sort of the, the other side of what we were talking about yeah. right? is like, in in other words, he did take the risk and take the initiative to go actually find these people and be like, I want to work with you right. as opposed to being like, oh, like I want to appropriate that. Right. And then just like, if that person gets mad, I'll just be like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: and, yeah, which is like a different way to go about it. I mean, obviously it lands you in a better place if you can get- get away with it, right but I can see some of the reluctance to do that, you know,
7: yeah, yeah. Um, and, I mean, I guess it depends
0: where you're, where you're situated, too, right? Lady Gaga may know that she's on thin ice with a lot of people. There's a lot of people out like you out there. I mean, I actually have a... I really, really don't like Lady Gaga only because, like, I've always found her music to just be, like, remarkably bad. Uh-huh. Like, as a person who's, like, a big fan of, like, pop songs and the right. way that they're written and... Yeah, I guess that's like, what the, I was trying the to say. The way that they're formed. Yeah, no, I mean, like, they are, like... Like, Poker Face, like is and also as a poker player. Uh huh. Pokerface is just like a bunch of like really, really bad poker puns.
7: Uh-huh.
8: like yeah, we've got a full house. Every-
0: I'm all in on this. And like whatever. I don't remember. I, like I'm is
7: pretty cringe worthy. But it's
0: super cringy. And then like um there's that song telephone. Yeah. Which Actually, the chorus of it I think was pretty good, but there's like this part in it where she's like, "I'm kind of busy, I'm kind of busy," and I was like sitting there being. I remember ranting about it and being like, "You don't busy is pronounced busy, not busy. You can't put it in a song where you say it all." Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. Her songs like are
7: have never bad. been amazing. And I was
0: listening, and I was listening to the "Burn This Way" video, uh, and like you know just the other day, and I and I was like. You know, it's funny because, so the video, did you watch it? It's like, it's really interesting. Like, it starts with this, what is legitimately freaky, and I don't know, if there's probably other artists who have, like, you can say that this looks like what they do or whatever, but it starts out with this minute-long, weird, like, birth kind Uh of montage of visuals of births. Yeah. And, like, Lady Gaga kind of... Hatching. Hatching and, like, coming out of vaginas and, like covered in, like, mucus and, like, those kinds of liquids and stuff. And, uh, anyway... And then she just sort of like, after that, gets up and sings like what is like a pretty basic pop song and yeah. does pretty basic dance moves. Yeah. Like the whole thing just turns into jazzercise all of a right. sudden. And right. it's like, and then she's like, I was born this way. And then she's like, don't care if you're in a wheelchair, I was born this way. And it's like, the whole thing just yeah. seems like it just doesn't, it's, there's nothing edgy about it. You know what I mean? Right. And there's nothing off, there's nothing avant about it. Right. right. So she's like, a, she's taking all this, well, like and she's literally imagery. doing
7: something that Orland did like 20 years ago i uh-huh. think it was the early 90s the, with the, the with the plastic sur- the yeah, the, yeah. the look that she's copying is a look right. from decades ago yeah, yeah. like it would almost be more um cutting edge if at least she was ripping off recent artwork
0: right well yeah maybe yeah
7: um. <laughs> you know something that yeah. people just thought of. So okay, that and is so, like of the moment.
0: Yeah. So this is a good segue because, um, I so we, you know when we talked about Richard Prince, we uh-huh. talked about we kind of ended that conversation art appropriation.
7: beat. yeah. We talked
0: about uh, the appropriation thing, but then we kind of ended the conversation on being like it's just like bad art. Yes. Um, which is like a big kind of like at the end of this, you kind of have to like at that at some point mark that make that mark in the sand like there's like how you approach it and the image and the how you know like the sort of like your sensibilities and then there's like is it any good right so the other thing that we're going to talk about today is um there's so hamilton the musical is sort of the new big musical that is gonna is i'm sure was won lots of awards and is um Sort of the uh, it's
7: coming to San Francisco. And, well, right. That's so why that's, we're talking about it. That's a very
0: time. That's the sort of timeliness of it. And and it, people, it's in the air. It's all over my Facebook feed. People are oh. very excited um, that it's coming to San Francisco. But this is like the huge, you know, Avenue Q was a big thing. Yeah, almost like even going back to Rent. Like yeah. Rent was like the. Oh right. You know, it's it, it. was the musical for people who don't go to musicals. The South yeah. Park musical, which I went to, yeah. uh, which was not South Park, but uh, the Mormon one. Yeah. Um. Um, you know, these everyone's every few years there's one of these musicals that's like Tommy. A
7: musical. Sure.
0: Yeah, if you want <laughs> to You want to go way back. That's
7: the only Broadway <laughs> yeah. musical I've ever seen. Yeah,
0: well, you're with it. Um
7: <laughs> I saw it when I was like 11. That's
0: cool. Um all right. So anyway, um so the reason I bring it up and I'll just like I don't want to bury the the lead, but like the reason I brought it up is cuz I so, I first blush, I have, like, um, so what Hamilton is, is it's a, basically, a, a it's a mostly minority cast, mostly black and Latino cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's written by this guy, uh, I think his name is Lynn Miranda. Yeah. And he did a musical called The Heights, which was, like, a sort of working class um, right. setting. Um, and you know, sort of influence of hip hop and as well as like Latin American music. Yeah. And so what Hamilton is, is it's a telling of the story of Alexander Hamilton, but it, it's a mostly, yeah, black and Latino clad cast. And a lot of the music is not only hip hop, but also like a lot of it sort of like sounds like Rihanna and stuff like that, okay. sort of like, like Usher, like right. that kind of music. Um, anyway. Wait, there, yeah.
7: Side note. Yeah. Because you just said Usher, and I've been dying to interject this at some point, but remember a friend of the show, Joel Holmberg? Uh-huh. He has a solo show in Atlanta right now, uh-huh. and they extended this show at the museum because Usher w- found out about it and wanted to come see it.
0: Oh, my God. Do you know what this means? What? Usher's going to rip off Joel in his music <gasps> video, and he's not going to get it. John
7: done
0: (laughs) i cannot wait
7: oh my god that's true and um wait who's who is it Uh, some other young um his name is young somebody what's his name he like posted a picture of himself in at joel's show
0: whoa so joel is like cool with like the rap
9: rap guys
7: yes and it's funny because he has some work in his canon, that would make sense. That like it would really resonate with hip hop artists. But this particular show is like B roll stuff from CNN. It's really comical and it's really funny. But it has like nothing to do with <laughs> hip hop or black cool. culture. Yeah, should, I know. We should
0: be following this closely. Yeah, we um, should
7: get we should get him on the horn next yeah, week or get something. An yeah.
0: <laughs> um, all right, so I was two third two thirds of the way through my really tortured right. segue, but but so anyway, so I so there are things about Hamilton the musical that make me uncomfortable. Yes. In terms of their its like stylistic and its sensibilities and stuff like that. Right. But it's so it's sort of the I guess my point is supposed to be that it's the opposite of the Lady Gaga Richard Prince thing, which oh. is that in my estimation the music is just really good. And ah. this is like, and this is like...
7: So that's what, it gets saved by the quality. Well,
0: right. And this is, I mean, this is something that's true about musicals in general, right? Is that like the yeah. quality of work that's being done by these people, they, these are talented people right. who are like work, you know, do this work. Like, you know, they they have entire careers in this work. And they like, they really know what they're doing. They're educated in music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're serious um, creators of art. Um, right. And, uh, so anyway, so I've been listening to the soundtrack. Um, yeah, I think the weakest points of it are, so the, the, you know, the great points of it are that, you know, there's just some, there's just some great music and obviously an interesting topic and, yeah. and some interesting thoughts about, or some interesting themes about like sort of grinding your way to success. So like, you know, Alexander Hamilton was, uh like born in like um
7: the caribbean yeah the
0: caribbean and is like from an a orphan sing- single, yeah exactly and sort of had to kind of hack his way into he's the
7: american dream yeah he's definitely single mother dream. bootstraps yeah. gets discovered right comes up by educating himself in hard work yeah. and so like it's a very appealing story right, right. um And then, of course, and then
0: sort of the the most initially repulsive part of, like, of the musical is, like, we're going to make a hip-hop musical about American history, Mm -hmm. and then a bunch of, like, effete white people are going to fucking love it. And, like, right. it's, just, it's, like it's, it's such an NPR pitch, you yeah. Know? like a hip-hop musical about Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. Like, it's so, uh,
7: there's something so
0: cloying about uh, it, right? I know. Um, and even in the music, like, right, the most, the worst, the worst moments are when they're like, yo, I was the son of a Taylor. And you're just like.
7: <laughs> no. You know what I mean? The, Wait, I have to, before we proceed, I have to say that this is gonna be sort of a one-sided conversation because i refuse to listen to it
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, i know i mentioned that earlier on the show i was like lily, we'll be talking about hamilton but lily won't listen to it because she doesn't listen i don't to listen
7: musicals. to musicals <laughs> i did see tommy as a child but that's that is um i think the reason i like tommy but no other musicals is because tommy's a rock opera mm. so it's actually not a musical there's there. no dialogue. The problem in musicals for me is the transition mm-hmm. between, like, dialogue see, and this is breaking like, into song. Yeah. I know that's, like, a tired thing. It's
0: tired, but it's also, like, pretty, like, specious. Like, it's like, you're like, well, this is the thing. It's like if I said, like, yeah, the thing about your paintings <laughs> is, like, I just don't like light blue. Like, I just I can't uh, fucking stand it. So, sorry, no deal. But anyway.
7: Yeah. Yeah, um, but I could get... I could understand that.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so so anyway, and the funny thing about Hamilton is that, like, I haven't heard this criticism from anyone, so yeah. you had said that Arno, your, your BF... Yeah. Um,
7: I live is, in a house is, divided. right, right. Where one housemate... Has been playing the. She flew to New York to see Hamilton uh-huh. on Broadway, and she's been playing the soundtrack the day it dropped. She's like NPR released the soundtrack. We have to listen <laughs> to it, and she's been like playing it on a loop. Yeah. Like it was playing today while she was cleaning. It's just been in the house constantly. So you have and then, heard it? Uh, no, I I hide. tune it out. I have no. I have no. She's played it. I have no idea what it sounds like. Like okay. my ears can't take it in um and yeah arno my bf is like very the cloying stuff gets to him but then also he has some ideological beef with alexander hamilton and like what he stood for politically yeah like that's his objection like if there was a hip-hop musical about andrew
0: jackson
7: andrew jackson no way andrew
0: jackson was a racist
7: right i don't don't know know. who he'd be jeff uh uh jefferson
0: yeah i don't know yeah that's that's interesting right because jefferson obviously comes up right because jefferson was like a huge slave owner um andrew jackson i always thought was like kind of the most punk rock president because he like let people sleep on his lawn
7: oh that Uh, is punk um yeah um
0: but i've heard some i like that i've heard around town there's some nasty rumors about aj oh really Um, yeah, well, right. So, um, Trail of Tears. I don't know. Yeah, um, oh, you know, right. I'm showing like my complete lack of knowledge of like American history right now. So, yeah, I'm not sure what the ideological beef with Alexander Hamilton is. One thing I thought was interesting that was like a message of Alexander Hamilton um, that I thought was an interesting political message was. So one of the big songs from the musical is called The Room Where It Happened. Okay. And and it's about sort of like this big compromise that happened where Alexander Hamilton got something and like, and then like, or like, what was it? Anyway, so it was something to do with like, oh, maybe it was like the, the forming of the... Country, you know, like the you know getting rid of the artic- signing the Constitution, okay, and the wa- the the compromise where Washington D.C. Oh, like
7: where the, they moved the capital, yeah, capital like to the D.C. Whole, yeah,
0: like the whole point of the New D.C. York. thing yeah. was like, here you guys can have the capital and give right. us everything we want, right? We'll have the that capital was the down big compromise Europe, that Hamilton
7: swamp. masterminded, yeah.
0: um And so, anyway, so but the 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 idea is that like you have to be in the room like that's mm-hmm. where the that's where this shit gets done oh. and i thought that was interesting because it's kind of like i feel like there's sometimes there's in like african american um like ideology or not ideology but like like in terms of who they lionize like yeah. in terms of like what we think of as like white american culture yeah. it's often like the people with like true power right so like it's this idea that like there are people who like might think they have or look look like they have power yeah and those are the kind of people that like like are that, that we that we as a society do allow black people to get into those positions but oh. then there's like the people who like really have power. Right. And those are the people the that are like sort of the most respected because like the people who are just acting like they have power that's right. more of a superficial Like, like
7: Rumsfeld versus Bush or right, something. Right, right, right.
0: So there's this sort of there's this sort of lionization of the people with like the true power right. which makes sense Man straight. behind like the curtain. Alexander Hamilton's the only guy
7: right. who wasn't president. Yeah, who was a founding father yeah. but he never he never tried to be president. Yeah. He wanted to like get things done.
0: Yeah, man. Um yeah. anyway, so uh
7: no glad-handing needed. So so I'm, I I uh I think I think I
0: would I think I from listening to it so far like I like when I put it on like the first thing was like the first line was like yo I was the son of a tailor and I was like I can't do it. <laughs> but oh the thing I was going to say was like it, what, the reason I brought up Arno is because it was refreshing because before, like, I had this reaction, yeah. but I hadn't heard this reaction from anyone, and I've heard a yeah. lot of press, a lot of people I respect talk about this musical, and they're just like, it's be- the best, yeah. And so I was like, where like doesn't isn't anyone but me feel like this is like there's something wrong with or right. like, just not something wrong, but something uncomfortable about it? So anyway, so I'm glad to know that Arno is bringing a little bit of. Okay. um yeah, you know, a little bit of balance to the discussion. Yeah,
7: yeah, and I, um, he's obviously influenced my opinion, but I was like sc- trying to scour the internet for backup on like why this is problematic yeah. to have. Yeah, Be- because I feel like. But because wait, did the... you
0: not find any, or because I had...
7: had a really like, hard time? Yeah, it's so like this is all exactly praise all the this time, exactly and I feel like because the writer of the musical is a person of. Uh, color and he says like, oh, of course, you know, we're having non white actors play these um slave owners because that's what America looks like today. Mm-hmm. So like uh it, just the fact that he dismisses it from being problematic means that we all need to accept right that. Right, right
0: because uh, he's like it, right. yeah it's like it's my black
7: friend thinks this is okay. And he did he, But, and I understand his point, but it's still sort of, I don't know. Well, I think
0: it, like, yeah, the way I come down on it is that it exists in some kind of gray area, where I think there are good points and bad points. Right. Does
7: the musical talk about them owning slaves?
0: Not that I know of.
7: Okay. So maybe that's where, that's, there should be a song about, like...
0: (laughs) It's, like, sort of sick, it's like sick, there's something sycophantic, right, about, like, black people dressing up like white racists yeah, and like, and like being like, isn't it cool? We can do this too. Anyway, yeah, I feel like we're going down tr- troublesome trouble. Happy
7: Martin Luther King day. Yeah.
0: Thanks. Thanks Lily. Um, all right. Well, thanks for tuning into our beat. It is um, Martin
7: Luther King day. I
0: get it. I get it. Uh, we're going to wrap this up a before we get in trouble, B before we get kicked out and c, uh, yeah. Um, this has uh, been the beat on BFF.fm. Thank you very much for tuning in and we'll see you next week.